When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here we go! There's only four words. This is Something Something Bronco. This one's for Pat! Featuring Mile High Reports, Mike DeSico. And Jess Place. Welcome to Something Something Broncos. Oh, mother. Oh, mother. Ah! Hello, everybody, and welcome to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place, joined by a man who has his lunch in the microwave over his shoulder. Mike DeSico, how much time we got left on your lunch? Uh, it's about a minute 53, but very important you let it sit for three to five minutes because it's a pot pie and you want the gravy to burn your tongue. That's right. So you you keep us up to date on on uh, all the developments happening with your lunch. Um, so it's a bye week. This is the special bye week edition of something something Broncos. Uh, the Denver Broncos uh, did not lose, uh, but as Mike said last week, their chances of winning were very very low. Uh, so uh, it's good. It felt good, Mike. Did, right? You had uh, a good weekend, not having to worry about the Broncos embarrassing themselves or or anything like that, right? It was freeing. I went to play soccer in the morning, which was nice. And then I spent time with my family, which turns out they're amazing. And, you know, I say that as kind of a uh, veil shot at all the Broncos coaches who think, you know, I'll see my kids in nine weeks, Nathaniel Hackett or the coaches sleeping at the office. Tom Brady. Who are you trying to appeal to there? Like, 
you're working around the clock being a crappy husband and father. Your team is three and five and probably not that good, you know. I don't know. I, I I don't get all this bragging about how I sleep at the office and I won't see my kids for nine weeks. I don't get it. Who do you think it makes you sound cool? Does it make you sound? It just means want... that you don't know how to manage your time. That's what that's what I hear. It's just that you, you're unable to prioritize what you absolutely need to do to do the things that you um, need to do for your own personal well-being. It seems to me if I'm the GM, the owner, I would think a well-rested coach putting in eight hours of good hard work is better than a exhausted, mentally burned out. Wait, coach. wait, wait, wait. Is that what I thought it was? Did I hear? The beep. The beep. Okay. So, so, all right. So it is a, it is a chicken pot pie. Yes. It is a Marie Callender's chicken From pot pie. Costco. Yeah, Costco. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those, you can't go wrong with those. I, like over the years, they've changed their like cooking methods. You've had to like pull the lid off now. And then like the to cooking times, it's arranges anywhere from six minutes to eight and a half minutes, depending yes. on when you bought them. And I have my little freezer right there that the microwave is sitting on. And so I buy a big thing at Costco and I just toss them in there. So if I forget, if I forget to pack my lunch, boom, you're covered. You're covered. Now, did you poke holes in the top of the pot pie or did you just, you just free range it? Not required. Not required. There you go. See, I don't either. I don't either when I make them. And the instructions say to, but I know that they're lying. Like I'm going to measure stuff out if I make Kraft macaroni and cheese or whatever. I'm like, no. That's a little, just that's drop a little it in. Bit. Drop it in. You know? I mean, it, come on. Time to I, be exact is, is, is not when you're making mac and cheese or yeah, chicken yeah, pot pie. Every guy who's ever been single, you know how to make pot pies and macaroni and cheese. That's the one thing we can do. You know, I will tell you this. When I did get married, um, I was I was shocked because uh, my wife mixed up the uh, the little you know the little radioactive orange packet of of uh, of, of powder. Um, huh. I always just dumped it in and then added oh. the milk and the butter and then you know and it it like kind of granulates and you kind of get it in and then occasionally you get like a super sweet or salty like delicious pearl oh. of awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My wife mixes it up separate and then oh, pours it on like in a cup i'm like wh what kind of animal are you well the first thing is like it's like you don't know how to make this i'm like which one of us has made more macaroni and cheese in our lives you or me thank you exactly I don't know what i'm doing and plus i have it like perfected exactly how i like it she like like set a timer and let the noodles boil for a certain amount of time I'm like no i like them a little bit al dente but I want them a little bit. I don't want them well cooked. I don't want to eat pieces of like raw, like wet Kleenex type noodles. No, gross. So I want a little meat to the bone there, so to speak. And so, yeah, no, I know how to make it just how I like it. And, and you're amazing. God bless you. But don't tell me how to make my macaroni and cheese. That's my business. Also our business. We, mm. have, to, we have to crap on the Raiders. The Raiders oh. blew another massive lead uh, to Jacksonville. The third blown lead of the season. Um, and they've only had five, like, 17-point uh, blown leads ever in their history, and they've had three this year, which is, which is just awesome. It's like, it's like Josh McDaniels is the gift that keeps on giving. Josh McDaniels definitely makes his cheese mixture in a separate container, and then he pours it in. I oh, yeah. He, oh, yeah. He does that. And he gets the white. Uh, uh, the white I, macaroni and cheese. Well, one of the oh yeah yeah something. Like that. No macaroni and cheese needs to be yellow. It does it needs, it, it's, yeah it does it does like oh it's the healthy one like no you're not eating macaroni and cheese for health. 
But let's digress because let's make fun of the Raiders. And one of my favorite parts of this is the Raiders fans were rightfully so making fun of Hackett and the Broncos like, don't fire Hackett, guys. Signed all Raiders fans. Ha ha ha. Who's laughing now here, buddy? Ooh. Yeah. It looks like uh, Raider Nation's kind of had it with uh, with Josh McDaniels. I, my article on Monday was uh, was all about, like, the tweet cap. And ordinarily, I get um, all sorts of replies from, from angry Raiders. You don't know what you're talking about. And usually it's all, in all caps and yeah. and uh, horribly misspelled and, you know, like like, like a, a child has written it. But, uh, and it's uh, usually from my brother-in-law. But he was actually pretty quiet <laughs> this time, too. So so I guess they are they kind of identified with it. And it's definitely not going well in Las Vegas. Well, it's, it's like Bronco fans who are trying to defend Russ right now. There's definitely some out there because there are Bronco fans who defended Drew Locke and Trevor. Call the situation what it is. We can admit that Russ has not been who we thought. And it's nice to see the Raiders are finally catching up and realizing that Josh is not who they were promised. But in their defense, there was no way they could have seen this coming. He did really well with the Broncos. He covered himself in glory with how he handled the Colts situation. All of Belichick's assistants go on to great success. So really, there's no way the Raiders could have predicted that this would happen. And so I understand why it was so shocking for them. I mean, everybody in Broncos country told them. I feel like we live in a glass house. So I want to be careful throwing rocks because Nate is probably sitting out there saying, hold my beer. You say, right. You think, well, rocks is all we have right now. Like the Raiders are behind the Denver Broncos in the standings. And it may not be that way for the rest of the season. But damn it, for right now... Everything is the way it should be. Everything is right with the world. Like it, hopefully the Broncos can keep something going, and we can just leave leave Josh McDaniels and the Raiders in the in the rearview mirror. But they've had point leads. Yeah, it must be nice to have some leads. I couldn't even imagine what it would be like to have a seventeen point lead. That would be insane. It'd be like game over, and then to blow it though. That's like that's a kick oh, to the pills. The worst, but I mean, at least they got a seventeen point lead. We can't even score seventeen points in a game let alone a 17-point lead. So that's something. But I also, ha, 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 you suck. Yeah. Well, it's kind of weird. Like, this season this season has been weird. I mean, let alone game on Sunday night was a 17-17 tie. And, like, all, like, there were, like, three games that were going into overtime at 17. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. It's it's coming out of the microwave. It's coming out of the microwave. Oh, that large bell. Look at that. About to start at Bear River High School in three minutes. Oh my gosh! Okay, minutes we can get another one. Ding 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 ding. Okay, so so you will start eating the pot pie next time we hear the bell. Oh, there it is. It's a plastic fork, not a spork. I I kind of I I thought you were a spork guy, but no. How is it? Delicious. I just just tasted the gravy. I'm letting it cool a little bit. You're gonna you're gonna burn the crap out of your mouth. You got you have to wait. You have to wait. Anyway, it was a weird. It (laughs) was. It was a weird Sunday with like seemingly every game knotted up at 17-17. There was a period when three games were tied at 17-17, and then the Sunday night game also tied at 17-17. And interestingly enough, the Raiders blew a 17-point lead. So there you go. Go figure. Um, number of the day. Number of the day. Uh, and uh, it looks like Tom Brady and uh, Aaron Rodgers – 
uh, and uh, I don't know who else. Who else you want to throw in here? The the, the quarter uh, Russell Wilson. We'll say uh, the quarterbacks who we thought were going to be very good this year are kind of not turning out to be that way. Well, and not only that, there are three very easy quarterbacks to dunk on, and I think Twitter's really enjoying it. But Aaron Rodgers is such a crusty, throw your teammates under the bus guy. Nobody likes Tom Brady. I don't think even Tom Brady likes himself. And Russ, I get why everybody dunks on him. The high knees, the let's ride, all the sanctimonious the stuff. saccharine wholesomeness. But yeah, so these guys are not catching any breaks. They're not catching any slack. They're, people are enjoying their downfall. Even Kyler Murray. I guess Kyler Murray was like yelling at DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I, I don't know if I could take being yelled at by someone with such tiny hands. But yeah. Well, I remember when Peyton fell off the cliff. He got hurt and he just fell off and he was just a shadow of himself. Still won a Super Bowl. Pretty cool. Have we seen the last of Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady? Is there a path back for them? Well, I don't think Aaron Rodgers comes back at all. I think he's done because he. Lunch has begun. That's lunch, everybody. Half hour. Third period is now over. Lunch has started. Pot pie time. Pot pie time. There you go. Hey, Jess. You Yes. Pot pie. Pot pie. Let's pot pie. Yeah, so it's it's been a weird year. It's just been weird. Like, I, I wouldn't put Kyler Murray in that grouping of uh, elite quarterbacks. I mean, he's about to get his coach fired, so. Well, um, what I is there a path back? Like this year, is this the new Aaron Rodgers? Do we see vintage Aaron Rodgers? Do we see vintage Tom Brady back? Or are they who they are now? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I think this is the decline. I think. And then that hope that Tom Brady had to go to play for the uh, Miami Dolphins next year. I, I don't think that's happening now with Tua lighting it up. and. Yeah. That they would be incredibly foolish to move to a, uh, for for a decrepit Tom Brady. So I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, the Dolphins seem like they might be dumb enough to do it. I don't know. They gave us a first-round pick for Bradley Chubb. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was. And, oh, I'm sorry. And let us not forget Chase Edmonds. Dude, the last thing I think about when I go to sleep is Chase Edmonds. <laughs> Just in this up. offense, it's, it's gonna, he's going to light it up. You look at the greatest running back in Broncos history, Philip Lindsay, of course. Of course. <laughs> yes. I, I was going to say Selvin Young. Well, according to Broncos Twitter, it's Philip Lindsay. And he has a chance to be as good as Philip Lindsay. That's saying like, something. That is something, man. That's saying something. Yeah, he's not a local boy, though. So that's going to, uh, we'll have to hold that against him. But Jacob Martin coming in from Aurora local guy so there we go there we go we got that connection it's it all see do you see it lining up mike do you see all the spheres of influence coming into alignment yeah it's just george payton just strikes gold after gold after gold after nathaniel hackett after gold after gold and uh, just put a flashing light outside his office because god damn it he hit a jackpot yet again yet again <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so we got to play the Titans this week. The early indications are, like at least judging by the picks I've seen, people are picking Denver to win in Tennessee, which leads me to think the, as of right now, the prevailing opinion is we're going to see Malik Willis, who coincidentally was a player a lot of people want to see in Denver until we got Russell Wilson. I don't know. How do you feel about them there, Titans? Uh, Denver could mess around and lose this one. I, you know, I, I, I really want them to like turn the corner, like that, that went over Jacksonville and London, like if things started firing, there were cylinders humming and then we traded Bradley Chubb. And so the defense is definitely going to feel his absence a little bit. Uh, but, uh, if it's not Ryan Tannehill and it is Malik Willis, then, eh, you know, we are always a great team for rookie quarterbacks to to find themselves uh against and so it's it's very likely that that will happen however i have had almost two weeks of positive football coming off that win and uh i may have been able to delude myself into thinking that the denver broncos might come out on top uh, when they visit the tennessee titans in nashville this sunday i think they have a chance i'm a big i'm a big fan of evero and I think if we see Willis, Evero is just going to make his life utterly miserable for 60 minutes. It's going to be, I, I think it's going to strangle him to death if he does. And Tannehill, obviously a better player, but just like every other game this week, if the Broncos can score 20 points, they're probably going to win. Derrick Henry, uh, somehow, I, I don't know if you've noticed this, but he went from the single all-powerful Unidread to now he's got like a bunch of braids and so I was watching I'm like is there someone in his life that that detangled the 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 Unidread of power and put them into the braids or the braid like you don't just go from Unidread into braids overnight so I I had I have questions and uh, unfortunately very few answers with how that happened however I mean I'm sitting here looking at you and I'm not gonna say you know a lot about braids I mean look at your hair Josh Silky smooth. Mane and tail every day, three times a day, mane and tail. I wouldn't say red of power or whatever you said. So maybe it is easy. That's all I'm saying. We don't know. I don't know. He went from one giant single dread to all sorts of braids. It was, it's, it's a miracle. (laughs) I don't know how it happened, but I don't ask questions. I just uh, talk sports. So, um, I don't know. Uh, Derrick Henry is going to be the, the main bugaboo. If you stop Derrick Henry, Malik Willis isn't going to uh, light it up, I don't think. And you have a shot at winning. And, and I do. I think the Broncos will win. I, oh, here we go. Here's my prediction. I'm going to say the Broncos win 24 what? to 16. Wow. Yes, I went 16. I went, I went touchdown. And three field goals because they're going to get close. They're going to get close, and then their drives are going to stall right as they get into the right into the red zone. Field goal, field goal, field goal. Yeah, and then a a garbage touchdown at the end of the game. All right, I'm going to go a 16-14 Tennessee because (laughs) until proven otherwise, we call this like this offensive explosion last week. They scored like what 20 points against the Jaguars. It was miraculous, and you will speak of it reverently. I will. That doesn't mean I'm expecting to see that again. And it's like the offensive explosion was 20 points. I'm still in the uh, shut up and prove it mode with that uh, team. It was a baby step. It wasn't a turning of the corner. It wasn't a problems are solved. My sins are washed away sort of a performance. It's not like they put up 40. So until proven otherwise, 
that game seems to me to be more of the outlier than the norm. And so 16-14 Titans. So the, the Broncos come crashing back to earth uh, and our ability to make fun of the Raiders uh, is is diminished because they, uh, interestingly enough, are going to be playing the uh, Indianapolis Colts with new head coach Jeff Saturday. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like the more you read about this weird Jeff Saturday thing, like happening in in Indianapolis, the, the like weirder it gets. Uh, he is a high. He was a high school coach who was fired for going three and seven, I believe, in his last season. And so, of course, he's going to be uh, the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts whose only qualification is that he had his butt handled on the rag by one Peyton Manning. Which, that's our dream. I, I can speak for you on that one. That's something we would really enjoy too. So we're I mean, gonna... it's right underneath Chase Edmonds coming to the Denver Broncos. Woo! But Reggie Wayne, like somebody else had tweeted this. It wasn't my thought, but you know, Reggie Wayne is on the staff. If you're going to give a beloved former player a chance, you got a guy there who's been in the building familiar with the culture, the players know him. He knows the players, not only as players, but as people. And so it's hard not to look at this and think that the color of his skin wasn't a factor in what happened. I wouldn't say it's the only factor. Uh, I'd say the the larger factor uh, is probably uh, uh, Jim Ursay uh, being incredibly insane and probably on drugs again so uh i can't rule that out uh it's it's very likely like i can't he said that he did not uh he did not trust is it trust he said he, he said he did not trust nfl coaches to <clears throat> coach his team which is weird like that's a strange thing to say well that's really good because he did not hire an nfl coach he's and he will be surprised by the product that is on the field and it's not fair yep that Josh McDaniels and the Raiders get to go and play them this weekend. And so they're probably going to win, which makes me angry. So well, the Broncos need to win too, to keep, to keep uh, things as they are. Cause I really like having the Raiders behind the Broncos. Oh, well, it's just, it's joy. But sometimes you get this new coach and there's that really honeymoon period where everybody's like, Oh, we got to win for the new coach and rally that. And then they settle back down to earth. So there's a chance that they might be that nobody believes in us. It's us against the world sort of a uh, bunker mentality. Maybe it pushes them to the, uh, to the late. Oh, Hey, look, the microwave's being used. Again. <gasps> uh Oh, what are, what uh, give us the microwave update? What's being made? Hey, what are we cooking in the microwave? Um, it's cup of noodles stir fry. It's the fiery Korean chicken one. It's really good. It's really spicy. Fiery Korean chicken, spicy noodles. Not a bad choice. Fork, spork. What are we talking here? Chopsticks. Oh, there it is. It's a fork. It's a fork. Okay. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, it's so perplexing. Because uh, plus, we're also watching uh, the Hard Knocks right now with the Colts from last year. Uh, the boy he just turned thirteen today. Happy birthday, Zach. Happy birthday, Zach. Yeah, he uh, just discovered Hard Knocks and he loves it. So we're watching it kind of a uh, uh, family, and we're like, hey, that coach you guys like. He got fired today. And oh. uh, yeah, so they were all sad. And then we're like, guess who they replaced him with? They're like, is it this guy from, you know, this other scene? No, no, not that other coach who's on the team. So even people who have never seen the Indianapolis Colts play are like, what are they thinking? That's ridiculous. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, imagine if like the Broncos up. fired Nathaniel Hackett and they're like, here comes Tom Nalen. What? Like, <laughs> that makes no sense. Like, at, from out of nowhere. Like, yeah. totally weird. 
Totally well, weird. There, no rhyme or reason. Well, plus if it's a Peyton Manning hire, I mean, Peyton Manning was a big Adam Gase fan. And Adam Gase got a lot of jobs because he was a Peyton Manning guy. So if that's Jeff Saturday's main qualification, not good. It must be great around Christmas time, all the gift baskets that show up to Peyton Manning's house from, from those people. And they're like, thank yeah. you for giving us this life. He's got to get like a cut, like he's their agent, you know? He's like, yeah. He's got to be getting like 10% of Gase's contracts or something. Right. I mean, like anytime anyone mentions uh, Julius Thomas, like I, he, it, you know, Peyton Manning is probably like, yeah, that was, that was actually me. That was me. That was, that was, that was me. I did that. I, I, yeah. Merry Christmas. Well, this has been a fabulous bi-week edition of Something Something Broncos. We have conquered the microwave. We have eaten a chicken pot pie and made a cup of noodles. Um, oh, no. Noodles. No, it's still going. <laughs> we'll give you an update. Follow Mile High Report on Twitter, and we'll get you a full review of how Shane's lunch was. So Of the we won't leave curry noodle, cup of, cup of noodles. noodle, stir fry. Uh, with a fork, yeah. not a spork, because it is a cup of noodle, and you can't you, you can't eat noodles with a spork. Yeah. But I do have a spoon for the broth if you need that later. Oh, no, they didn't get broth. It oh, comes no, in no a broth. cup, Mike. She can just drink out of the cup. Well, but she's a dainty, proper lady who uses manners and etiquette. Oh, manners, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, be sure to follow Mike on Twitter at Mike DeSico. Uh, and I am at Jezru, and you can find uh, me tweeting over at Mile High Report or at MHR Podcasts. And I write all sorts of nasty things about the Oakland slash Las Vegas slash Los Angeles Raiders over at MileHighReport.com. Um, for Mike, I'm Jess. Let's ride. Popeye. Popeye. Cup of noodle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>